You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Steve Jobs said, great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people. Now, if you work with me on my team, you would know that I always say teamwork makes the dream work. And I say it in my family, teamwork makes the dream work all the time. It is so true. And I think it's like, you know, definitely business partnerships can be challenging, but this episode is dedicated to the men and the women who are truly selfless and who can put aside their ego and really see the greater vision because I know for sure that a rising tide lifts all boats and that we all can succeed and do much more together. So thank you guys so much for being here and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Hey mamas, it's about time I brought you another interview and you've already met Danielle. She's one of the founders of Fun in the Box, funintheboxkids.com, but I wanted to bring on her along with her business partner, Michelle, one of the three, two of the three of them that created Fun in the Box because I thought it was really important to dive into partnership what that's all about, the struggles, the wins, um, if you should do it or avoid it at all costs, and also just the grit and tenacity it really takes to have an idea, bring it to life, and see it through. So I wanted to dive in deep with these two, and it actually turns out I went to high school with Michelle as soon as we were face-to-face um, on Zoom meeting, you know, through the video, I was like, oh my God, I know you. So really cool. It's been such an awesome journey through these interviews too, because it seems that nearly everyone I was connected to prior. So it, you just never know who you're meeting in this world. And it's just really cool to dive in deeper to everyone's stories too, right? To really to understand what's going on behind the curtain So without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode and uh, stay tuned for lots more coming your way as well. If you found value in this, please share it as well as, you know, support this mama-owned business, funintheboxkids.com. Thanks, ladies. Hey mamas, so excited to share with you that this episode is brought to you in part by Resolve CBD resolvecbd.ca and I have been using this product for a few months now and I promised that I would never recommend anything that I don't just like but I love and I use and will continue to use. I was really open to taking it because um, of anxiety and I know no, I've heard of the benefits um, of using it and um, I really love it. Like it's just such a great part of my wellness um, protocol and just my wellness daily rituals. But if you're not familiar with CBD and I know it's like such a trend right now, super important that you choose a quality product, much like with your supplements and your skincare. Um, but CBD is known to help a lot of different um, ailments. 
Um, it has been shown to improve the effects of um, like relaxation, reduction of pain and inflammation, reduction of anxiety, depression. Uh, it can be used like an anti-nausea. Um, it really has so many benefits, but I am definitely not an expert. But over on their website, resolvecbd.ca, they have a quiz and you can find out exactly what is right for you. And they'll actually send me over a discount code for you guys to check out as well so that you can save. So if you use a discount code resolve Krista, so just the word resolve Krista, all one word, all caps, you'll save $5 there and you can check it out. But yeah, go check out the website if you're curious and this is just, you know, the best of the best because you deserve it. So go check out Resolve CBD and thank you to Resolve for being a part of this episode. All right. Welcome, everyone. I am here for a late night recording with two mamas, and um, we'll share kind of the realities of crawling out of bed or, you know, bedtime routine, all those things that, you know, need to happen behind the scenes in order to record a podcast. But I'm so happy to be here for the second time with Danielle who is one of the, um, the main partners of Fun in the Box, and also with Michelle, who is um, also one of the founders and really active in bringing this incredible business to life. If you haven't already learned about this amazing subscription box for kids, definitely do that. Uh, so go to funintheboxkids.com. Now, Michelle, we just discovered that uh, once I've seen your face on video here, we're using Zoom meeting to record this. <laughs> I was like, I know you. We actually went to high school together. We did. That was, that was a lifetime ago. <laughs> a lifetime ago. And um, I know Danielle pretty well now. We've met a few times in person. We created our 2020 visions together at the vision book workshop. And uh, she was a previous guest, but I would love to just kind of, you know, open up by, by getting to know you a little better and, and your inspiration for starting on um, this incredible, what Danielle calls a side hustle, but I think it's going to grow into something much, much bigger than that. <laughs> uh, we hope so. <laughs> So All tell right. me more, tell me more, Michelle, about like kind of the inspiration about that you, like you and Danielle behind the scenes when you're like, okay, let's do this. Okay. So this happened when I had three little ones at home and I was a new single mom, just uh, separated from my husband. So mm -hmm. I lived down the road from Danielle and she was, we used to get together because her oldest and my oldest are very close to the same age so we bounce ideas off each other different products new things that were coming out ways you know to find our happy and we kind of you know we were getting ipsy we were thinking of this idea like a little business that we could grow and just bring different ideas to other mamas kind of like a mama group and then ipsy we loved just because it was something fun and you didn't know what you were getting and you were kind of spoiling yourself and we're like wait a minute this would be really cool to get for kids different products that you don't know other ones that other moms trying you're not just going to the toy store and picking things up so that's kind of where it came from and we finally were like we want to stay with our kids and not leave every day so I just wanted to be more um, present in my kids life and that's the point of it that's why 
Absolutely. Okay. So I think I knew this before, but hearing you say it again, like the single mom piece. So I always say, um, there was, it was, I think it was one of the last episodes we were talking about the word mompreneur and how much like it really got under my skin because my interpretation of the word is like, it's like downplaying the, the huge undertaking it is to be both a mom and entrepreneur, like literally the two hardest jobs on the planet. And then to top it off, you are a single mom and also entrepreneur and also, you know, working somewhere else, you know? So it's like, mompreneur does not describe what you, you do. Like it's, it's really quite incredible. Well, thanks. It's a, you know, it's a struggle just like everybody has their struggles. This is just mine. Um, But it's the most rewarding because I find myself in my kids every day, every day. It's a, you grow through them and they grow through you and we're learning from each other and hard times are hard and good times are even better because the hard times are hard. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to the business, I want the kids to see that you can build something from nothing and you can make it happen no matter how bleak it may seem at the time, but it's exciting. I want them to see that. Absolutely. And that's actually, um, let's actually just quickly share what's going on behind the scenes in each of our households right now, because I would like to actually, I want to kind of talk a little bit about how each of you think our entrepreneurship lifestyle is impacting our children. And what, what do you think that they're learning and seeing? Um, I'll go ahead and start just kind of like what's going on behind the scenes over here. Uh, I'm, as you can tell, I'm not prepared to have a business meeting and what I'm wearing, but I'm here with you guys. And I just crawled out of bed with my youngest son, Marcus, and I'm so grateful that I'm able to, um, like lay down with him each night and like, and not stress about like, you know, routine and stuff. Um, and it's just so cool to say, okay, like, Marky, mommy's going to get out of bed now because I'm going to go record a podcast with two other mummies to talk about that awesome box that you love with all the cool toys in it, you know? And he's like, okay, mommy, like as he's falling asleep, you know? And it's just really, I'm just really curious to know what they're going to remember, but knowing that everything that I'm doing for work is because I want to and because it's making an impact and because I'm passionate about it, right? Yeah, you know what, Krista, I think for kids, like they definitely, they watch what we're doing, right? And they listen to what we're saying. And so for Michelle and I, we actually both work full time, right, during the day. And we work on our business either in the early morning or at night. And so my husband's some cookies. <laughs> and so, um, you know, they, they see me waking up really early in the morning, right? And I, I do everything that I can while they're still sleeping. And then I try and take my time so that I can have those morning snuggles or, you know, help with homework tonight. It was helping my son with this homework and talking to my daughter about, you know, preparing for tomorrow. And, you know, they, they ask about the business and, and I think they get excited because they, you know, for us, 
they want to say, hey, what do you guys have coming out? And what are some products that we can test? I think that's the big one. They're like, what can we try? Yeah. <laughs> but I do, cool. like, I do really count my blessings that, you know, even though I'm working really hard, um, they're learning. They're learning what it takes to have what we talked about at your workshop, grit. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Michelle? Oh, well, I have a dog being fed behind me right now. <laughs> I have three kids upstairs that are really asleep because they they were at their dad's this weekend. So this is our, you know, catch up and wind down day. And so yeah, bedtime's hard on these days. <laughs> they don't want to yeah. go to bed. Um, but I can still hear them because my floors are just wood between. So it's a lot of noise. Yeah, <laughs> but they, you know, early in the morning, it's really early for work. I leave at like 5.30. And then I get home right after they get off the bus and we do all of our stuff. And then this is when, this is when I get to actually spend a little bit of time on the business. So let's just say the house slacks a lot. Um, I'm lucky that this isn't a video call because <laughs> it's really bad in this house right now. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, that's part of it. And I'm, I'm not going to look back and remember that I had a messy house. I'm going to look back and remember that, uh, that, you know, we gave it our all and I think it's going to show and the kids get excited about it. All I have to say is guys, I got a meeting and you need to get to bed. Oh, okay. So they're good. They get it. And I'm glad. Awesome. I'm thankful for that. So awesome. So that word grit that we um, brought up at the workshop, what is, what does that mean to you, Danielle? You know what? Grit is having, um, I guess, the ambition <laughs> to have a podcast at 930 at night when you're normally in bed, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I think grit is like taking the hard times and, and really like looking at what you're learning from those hard times. I always like thought failure was a bad thing until, you know, Michelle and I started this business and I really learned that failure is about learning and so for for me grit is taking that all together and pushing forward absolutely um i i learned about this word from the book is think is called grit and the speaker is i think i mean what is it the author's angela duckworth i think and i actually just watched a few videos about it and it really clicked for me and it was it's something that i knew that i inherently had um and i didn't know how to teach it and i still don't think i know how to teach it to be honest but i can i can talk about it right but i think mm -hmm. having grit is the willingness to do whatever it takes like you know right now it's 10 o'clock and we all are you know busy mamas with lunches to pack and such you know willing the willingness to do whatever it takes within your value system right, right? so because i think when you say you know, the willingness to do whatever it takes, that sounds bad. Like, oh, she'll do whatever it takes, you know, but she'll do whatever it takes within her value system. So still, you know, obviously having the, the compass of, of integrity and kindness and um, compassion and, you know, I want to say the word balance, but I don't really know if that's a thing. Um, but, you know, and, and still staying aligned in, in some regard. Um, but yeah, the willingness to say like, yeah, let's, let's do it and we'll figure it out. And I think that's what a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs could be lacking. It's just like they're, they get stuck in the why or the how. Mm -hmm. I think we get stuck in that 
still every day, but it's a matter of seeing past it and still being unsure of <clears throat> what that looks like. But so I have a little bit of a cold, but still oh. being able to push past it and see through it, right? Yeah, I should have made you one of these concoctions I'm drinking right now. <laughs> oh, God, that would have been really good. <laughs> one day we'll have that technology. I can just like pass it through the computer. <laughs> can you imagine? I just grab it. That's scary. Uh, so like, let's talk a little bit about the struggle. Um, if it's okay, actually, I'm just going to actually shut off our video for the Zoom chat just because mm -hmm. um, it might strengthen our audio. Um, because okay. I know, Danielle, you had some insights and so did you, Michelle, on, on, on just like just being real and being authentic and talking about the struggle of it and like, and then maybe moving into why is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Danielle, you want to start? Take it away, girlfriend. Okay, so why is this all worth it? <laughs> what is the struggle? In whatever order you want to do, you want to tackle this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the struggle when you're an entrepreneur, right? And you're an entrepreneur, uh, sorry, an entrepreneur starting with like a really little budget is like, where do you focus your time, right? Because you're trying to juggle a ton of different balls when you're a mom and you're working and you're a wife and you're a daughter and whatever is in your realm, right? And so the struggle is about like really just sitting down and going, okay, like I'm able to do all this. How can I add more? What can I prioritize? And what am I not going to jeopardize? And one of the lessons that I learned from Brenda Burchard is like, you have to honor that struggle. Um, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, if, if you can't do that, I think, you know, it's really difficult to move forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Michelle, anything you want to add? Like to the struggle part? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think for me, it's the balance. It's, being able to like, I can have every single minute of my day scheduled and I still can't get everything in. I can't, I can't finish everything. So it's a matter of taking something and just saying it's okay to fail at something sometimes. <laughs> so mm. some days that just means, you know, I don't make lunches until the morning, which hurts the next day, but I just can't do it tonight because there's other things that have to kind of take precedence over it. So for me, the struggle is the, the balance. I have a hard time with balancing the entire day. Yeah. Um, that's the way that I see. And like Danielle said about, you know, you're, you're feel like you're jeopardizing something. So again, like what you said, Chris, it's like keeping um, your ethical compass in line. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose sight of my family. I'm not going to lose sight of, you know, story time at night, I'm not going to lose that because that's part of what drives me and makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Mm -hmm. uh, so you kind of give up other things. It's hard. Yeah. It's a, it is a struggle. So if, if I were to ask you guys, like, why is this all worth it? Like, how does it fill your cup? Where do you, like, what is the why? What is the driving force right now for you guys? Well, I think for me, the driving force is we started this about two and a half years ago on a whim, right? We had an idea and we just started putting the pieces in line. And I think to give up on it 
would be like just heartbreaking because <laughs> Michelle and I have put so many hours and, you know, we have lost time for things that we, we could have been doing to put into this business. And I love the challenge of learning something new. I mean, me, I was not a techie person before we launched this business and I had to learn, I had to learn all of the e-commerce components and it's like, it's fun. And I just, I don't know, Krista, it would just be like, I think I would cry every night. It's one of your babies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. I think entrepreneurship for me, it's um, just like you said, Danielle, like it's so like the challenge is actually really fun. Like it's like, whoa, like I never knew how to, you know, program a website and look at it now. It's fully functional. And um, I, th I think if really, I, I would really encourage everyone who's listening, whether they're happy in their job or if they're fully like successful entrepreneurs or somewhere in between, it's that we have to maintain and keep that level of, you know, excitement around challenges, right? Um, whether like, because if we just become complacent in a very comfortable business that we've built or in a position in our career, that's when we're going to lose our passion. And then what's the point? Right. Um, right. I remember very, very vividly sitting in our apartment in Toronto and um, our one bedroom uh, little apartment and our office was like in the middle of the living room, which was also like the, the kitchen and everything was all together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like I, you know, trying to figure out what my next move was. Cause I knew that I didn't want to work for anyone else. Cause I was having a lot of challenges in the career that I had. And basically the challenges were like, I was like, I can do it better than all these senior people. But anyways, and uh, I was like, okay, Mike's like, hey, what do you like to do? What do you like to do? And I was like, well, I really love to help women. And I really love to, you know, help women like look for like clothes that really flatter their body, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, well, you should start a blog. I had zero idea what that even meant. But I ran to my computer and I was like, this is going back obviously quite a few years. And it was like, what is a blog? Blog? How do you start a blog? Like just literally typing it in. And within like 15 minutes, I had a blog on blogger.com. And fast forward a year later, I was on ET Canada for my little blog. Um, wow. I think it's just like, it's just that spirit of there, there's a million reasons that I could have said it, I, I couldn't, I shouldn't, I wasn't qualified, et cetera, et cetera. And the same thing goes for you guys. I think like when you were starting fun in the box, you didn't necessarily have a business background. Did you? No, <laughs> not at all. You have like all of the, this, all these funds waiting to start a business. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you have husbands that were like, oh my God, you should start a business? <laughs> no, if you met my husband, he, uh, he'd be like, whoa, well, what you think about this and just think about this? And I don't know. Like, and I was like, I'm not going to worry about that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but I think my point in all of that and that little mini story is that there's not going to be a perfect time right. to to say, to, to like, say like, why not me? Like I, you guys found a need in the marketplace, especially where we are locally, but I, I believe also throughout North America for moms, 
for when they're getting ready for birthday parties and, you know, and even the, the, the holiday box and everything. And you just did it. Like you didn't ask for permission. You said, okay, like you linked arm in arm with, um, with each other and another partner. And you're like, okay, let's bring this to life. Yeah. And I think like part of it too, was we, like, we wanted to spend more quality time with our kids and we're just, we're happy when we're spending time with them. And we both had like great toys and different products that we used to spend those time that we would share together. And we're like, we want more people to do this, especially in the era of technology and everybody on their phones. We just wanted some more simple. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like to the it's gotten to the point for my children that like we we don't like vilify screens like we have a I think a healthy relationship with them and we try yeah. not to like over um what's the word like glorify them but they mm-hmm. have access to to them all the time there's two systems in the house we play video games like it's it's very much a part of their lives mm-hmm. but it's like yeah I could do screens you know, I could do screens. It's like screens. What do we start calling them screens? It's so weird. But like they could have screen time whenever they want to, but it's like, oh, but like they, what they really want. And I think we spoke about this before, Danielle, is just like 15 minutes of mommy on the carpet playing something hands-on. Yeah. And that's where like, they look forward to it too. That's what they, that's what they love. They will look at that at the end of the day and know that they, that they were fulfilled. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't. Mm-mm. And I think we get so hard on ourselves as moms that we know that we're, when we're building businesses or careers and et cetera, et cetera, all the different hats that we wear, it's like, well, how am I, like, am I neglecting my children? But in order to fill their cup, they really, they don't need tons of time that they just need you um, being present for like 15 yeah. minutes, yep. nothing else, no one else, ideally one-on-one or you maybe if you have multiple children, like whatever, but <laughs> I think it was actually, who, who said that, Danielle? I think it was one of our parenting experts, to be honest. But I don't know. I think you and I were talking about that too. Yeah, about 10 minutes of quality time a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's my friend in Toronto who's a therapist. And, you know, she was telling me that, you know, today it's really important that if parents can just take 10 minutes, but it has to be where, you know, the kids are kind of choosing what they want to do. It's not us saying, hey, like, let's play cards. Yeah. Like, giving them, you know, some choices if they can't make a decision, but just taking that 10 minutes and it just, it makes the world a difference because they just, they're, they say they become more confident and they know that like they can trust you and they can count on you. And even though, you know, you might be making dinner and you can't play now, they know that that 10 minutes is going to be secured for them. So yeah. I see a difference in my kids when we have that time and I see a difference when we don't have that time. Mm -hmm. And I just want to see more of having that time. And know what, let's talk a a bit about this. I, and I, this might hit home for a few moms. Not all moms are the kind of moms or, and I don't don't even want to generalize it like that. Not all moms want to play. True. You know what I mean? And doesn't make them a bad mom. In, at no. all. Like, no. I remember thinking that like when, I, like when I found out that I had, a, was having a boy, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I don't want to do any of those things. <laughs> and um, Michelle, you know, I was always such a girly girl, yeah. you know, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I was like, literally very concerned. <laughs> 
<laughs> but oh the best part is all it takes is like, you know, today I cooked dinner with my daughter for a little bit because she was the one that wanted to. Usually it's my youngest that likes to. And then tonight I went upstairs before bed and we built a bookshelf that's going up in their room. So me and Luke did that. And yeah. I mean, all it takes is that little bit of time just to just that you can focus on them. It doesn't even have to be a, a game that they want to play or anything. It's just interacting with them one-on-one, yeah. giving them undivided attention, really. And to the moms listening, you guys, like you will want to play with everything in Fun in the Box. Like it's like a really quality, like just really cute, like just interesting things like making our own bouncy balls the other day. Like the kids were, it was like the hit of the play date. I actually had like five boys over and they all got to make one. It was was pretty cool. And they were ages like, I mean, I kept them entertained ages like five to 10. So that's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. But they really, they really treasure like their, all of their different unique, you know, toys and activities like it's oh my god you guys do such a great job you should be really proud of what you've created so far thank you yeah it's it's incredible let's talk a little bit this might hit home for a few moms um partnership you know you hear a lot of kind of mixed advice around this of it being the worst idea ever don't partner with friends like all kinds of horror stories, amazing stories, and everything in between. Do you guys have any words of wisdom for partnership in general? Um, you know, obviously being as honest as you can with, with the, you know, with the advice that you can give, you know, what would you say? You know, anything you'd change? I honestly think the number one thing is to be honest and upfront. And it's not a matter of hurting someone's feelings if you don't get it out there, you're going to let it build and build just like any relationship. Mm-hmm. You have authority in your side about something, you've got to let it out. And then it's always put to rest. So, and to also remember, everybody brings something different to the table. So try yes. to focus on those things and delegate your tasks because it's the only way that you'll get through it. Like, because everybody, again, everybody's so different and everybody deals with stress differently. And if you remember that, I really don't think, I don't think you can go wrong with a partnership. It's funny you say that, Michelle, because I remember when we first started and it took us a while to really figure out like what each of our strengths were and what we were bringing to the table because we had all of these like tasks that just needed to be done. And I remember going, okay, I'll do this, you do this, you do that. But we didn't really like take the time to really sit down and go, okay, well, this is what fills my bank. This is what I'm good at. (laughs) Right? No, we didn't. And I think that's, that was the one mistake we made, but we still kind of found our way. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's just about like, you know, keeping open communication because like the day can just get away with you. And for me, I have to write things down because I just forget. (laughs) (laughs) Partly getting older, partly the kids are like, you know, needing your time and, And I think that's like really key, right? It's like, yeah, being honest and open communication. I mean, those things, if you have those things, I think um, it's easier to move forward. But I totally agree, Michelle. Like if just, if you let it bottle up, it's like, even with your kids, if if they don't get to get out what's bothering them, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I think actually I was just sent in the mail a book from 
get this, the Harvard Business Review. (laughs) (laughs) Way too fancy for me, but um, I was like, okay, I'm going to put on like glasses when I read this and like be making sure I look very studious. But it's, um, it's a book all about emotional intelligence. And um, what they have found is that companies and partnerships that um, prioritize education and development in your emotional intelligence, they actually see the biggest growth in the company and also um, their profits. Um, And I was like, this is so true. And in, in my business, like my core business, it's in the direct sales, right? So that requires me to work with a lot of women all the time. And it's a different type of partnership where, um, you know, we're not like they can leave at any time. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, but the dynamics are so interesting. And I think I've gotten really good at this skill set. But it's like as women, I think we, we are known um, to take things personally and read uh-huh. into a lot. And I don't know if it's just women, but I, um, I think that's what I've experienced for myself, what I've, what I've had to um, develop. And it's like, in general, I have experienced, I'm using my words very carefully, as you can tell, because I know um, that's important, um, especially in this day and age, right? But it's like, I, I, in general, when I'm de- dealing with men in business, it's just kind of black or white. And they just kind of say what they mean Mm -hmm. with women. It's like, okay, if their feelings are hurt or if they're not totally satisfied or if their cup is not being, uh, their needs are not being met, it's harder to actually get to the bottom of that. But I think if we can really model that and it's like, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling today. Not super, you know, pleased about this, hoping to improve it. I feel like we could really help to see a lot of women become much more successful financially and otherwise faster. If we just say what we mean and just, you know, just cut out all the extra stuff and, but, but keep the compassion and keep the empathy and keep the, you know, beautiful um, aspects that we have as female business owners. I think that's key. I think that's key is, you know, being able to step back a little bit, like emotionally, but still keep that, that personal level. And I, and I think a lot of times being in business, it can feel, it can feel cold. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I have a full-time job and you just feel like a, like a number sometimes. Mm-hmm. And me, I think that's a big reason why I want this to, to be what it is because you're not just a number you're you're a bigger piece of the pie and it feels really good mm-hmm. and you want to be able to reach out to other people and make them feel the same way absolutely absolutely so it's like uh there's a saying by jim Rohn. uh if you guys don't know him i would look about be so awesome but it's he says something along the lines of you guys are working so for those of you who have a side hustle you're working full-time on your wages and part-time on your fortune. Mm. And, you know, I think that's so cool that if for everyone out there who, are, who is really pursuing a side hustle, it's like you can build something alongside of 
you know, your career or your just J-O-B that's keeping things moving. Yeah. (laughs) How would you guys encourage women who are listening to like, maybe they have an idea, you know, just like you did, would you encourage them to start the side hustle and like, what would be the requirements to, for them to know if, if it's worth it? Like if they have enough grit to see it through. I think like they just have to know, like if they feel passionate about it, then do it, start it. You can't say I'll start it tomorrow. I'll start it the next day. You just have to do it. Like it's scary. We, you know, we started, we just like, we started putting things together like pieces of a puzzle. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, the more we would put together, the more exciting it would be. And And I think you just have to go for it. I know I would read a lot about like entrepreneurs, like starting from nothing. And I had $5 in my account and I don't know how they did it, but I think you need to have like, you need to have that passion and you do need to have some resources and, and just go do. Yeah. And I think too, a big thing is a support system. So like I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. I have Danielle, you know, we can lean on each other. I know that she's feeling the same way that I'm feeling. We kind of push each other through. We're having a bad, you know, we're feeling not great about it occasionally. And the other one's always saying, no, but we got this. Like everybody goes through these struggles. You know, you just need that. You need that support system. Absolutely. And I think it's really important to, to um, have that within um, a female relationship because it could be a lot on your relationship, your marriage, or if you're dating anyone, Michelle, like, would you guys agree? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm actually very lucky because he's extremely supportive. Like he, mm-hmm. he's like, what do you need to do? Like, do you need extra time for this? You know, he wants to see me succeed, which is fantastic. And I think I didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for that. And I, I can recognize it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I think it's great that, um, you know, my husband is also very supportive in so many ways, but sometimes like, you know, he wants to know what is the problem and what do we have to fix? And, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes with female relationships, we can, you know, just like, okay, like, um, you know, just like talk about it and just like, kind of just get it off our chest and, you know, and, and just, there's not necessarily anything we need to do. We just kind of got to be in our little moment for a second and then, you know, hear some beautiful, inspiring words of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I need to vent and I, and I don't need it fed. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, uh, you know, we'll boss up and get on with the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Actually, boss up, there's um, a guest coming up who's the author of Boss Up, uh, Lindsay Teague Morano. I'm excited to be interviewing her. Oh, that's um, exciting. Yeah, and she actually is listening to her podcast today. And one thing I wanted to share with you guys was that um, she really was talking about, um, and I think, Danielle, you really embody this naturally. Um, Michelle, you, I'm sure you do too. But it's like being in this place of like the most effective marketing is like not in a salesy approach, it's really coming from a place of knowing and understanding and listening um, to your audience or to the person that you're right in front of. And it's like really getting to know them and then sharing 
how your product will make their life easier. Yes. Right. And it's like, it's not like you got to buy this for this, 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 and this. It's like really coming. It's, it's like that active listening marketing piece where you're like, okay, so from what I understand, your concerns are, you know, you want ethical gifts. You want to make sure they're more on the eco-friendly side, that they are interesting. And you're like, okay, so we've got you. And also it's going to save you time. And also it's super affordable, right? Yeah. And it's not a matter of them just buying our product. It's like, you're not just taking us, taking us home with you. You didn't just go shopping. You're actually inviting us into your home. So it's like a personal, it's a personal level as well. Yes. And I think the thing is, is most women out there are going to want to, uh, they're going to want their lives to be easy, (laughs) but I think the bonus is that they're going to be able to support moms just like them. And when you support a, a mom business owner, whether whatever the product or service is, even if it's through a direct sales business, that's part of a large organization, you're still helping to pay for dance lessons and hockey lessons and all of those things. And I think that's really powerful. And if we can create more of a culture of that, I think um, that would be a really positive thing to do in 2020 and beyond. I think so, Kristen. You know, what's interesting. I sometimes think about this is that, you know, how much do you let people in, right? When you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, like how much do you be the face of it or not be the face of it? And do you share your vulnerabilities? And I know, you know, that's stuff that Michelle and I talk about because, you know, do, do people want to see your business as that? Or, you know, we don't, (laughs) like when people look at our business, we're like, Oh, like they probably think we're this big business and we (laughs) just make a ton of money. Right. But it's hard because if we were to like open up the curtains and go like, this is the reality guys, we are doing everything right. It's just Michelle and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of, it is, it's, it's, it's really small, but we want it to be really big. And, and I think what you said, Michelle, about like, you know, where we're asking people to let us in their homes, it's just, we're like, we're real moms, just like everyone else. Yeah. Right. We have the same yeah. struggles. And so we hope that people will share, like, what are you looking for so that we can help? Because that's what we'd like to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you guys like from the social media coach in me, um, I would love to see more of that from your brand. Mm-hmm. And I think it w- it's definitely not damaging at, at all. And in fact, you're going to get more women on your team, so to speak. So if you think of like such great examples like Cat and Nat or even like the um, billionaire um, inventor of Spanx, Mm-hmm. It very much shows behind the scenes, shows the messy like drop off at the bus with like pajamas and, you know, like just like and all of the mess in between. But I think that's what we were struggling with. We were unsure about that. We were do it, do it, do it, do it. And to everyone <laughs> listening, do it. But the thing is, it's not like you're, there's a difference. There's a slight difference in terms of like um, the oversharing piece where it's like, I don't think you should share if you're in a hot mess and you're not on your way out, right? I think it's okay to share the journey. I think it's really powerful too, but it's not like I'm feeling I'm feeling really depressed today, guys. <laughs> like, you know, no. I think it's more about like 
I like just as an example, I don't know this to be true for either of you, but if, if like, um, if a mental health issue was a, was something that was, you know, in either of your lives, you could say, um, I'm totally open about like, I do struggle with anxiety and here's how I had a really low day yesterday and here's how I got out of it. Here's how I supported myself. Here's what it right. looked like to be a mom that day. And here's how I ask my spouse to support me. And, you know, and that, and like, and then giving love to all the other moms who feel the same way. Oh my right. gosh, you guys, like people would be like, you'll be like a magnet. You'll be like a magnet, like me too. I love you. I'm on board. You know what I mean? Like, and I think yeah. that's the piece. And you guys both have such huge hearts and like, you're just the real deal. And I think that's, I mean, I could take my own advice too. Um, and whenever I have really shared something vulnerable like that, it's, it opens up, it's not about business, it's about community. And when you have people who know, like, and trust you, they want to support you at another level. And instead of them watching or reading two seconds of your post, they're going to read the whole thing, you know? So it's, it's a different dynamic. And I think that every online, every business owner, I was going to say online business owner, but really every business owner is online or the, if they're not, they need to be, <laughs> I don't care if you're a plumber or if you're a hairstylist, like everyone needs an online presence. And I think, um, your brand would really benefit from showing you guys because you guys, it's not like it's sent, being sent to some factory in China to put the box together. It's you guys in your living room. <laughs> yeah, true. Taking up the kids' playroom. <laughs> right? I think that's awesome. And I and then I would like, I'm just, I would love to see that. And it's, it's just so interesting. Like, Danielle, when we were at um, the little evening retreat the other day doing our vision books, like how cool was it around that circle to hear a little bit about each woman that was there? Yeah, that was really powerful. It just made you feel like so real and that everyone's in the same boat in some small way. Yeah. So like even if in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I found really interesting is there's just it's all the words that are being used nowadays, right? It's like I want to find myself and I want to like be compassionate. And I want to give myself me time, right? It's just, mm -hmm. it's just so different. And I sat there listening and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it, was like, it kind of makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable because that's, it's not the norm. No, it wasn't. It hasn't been. And I think focus is being put on that because we've put ourselves to the wayside for so long. And then you start it, like life turns out to be a struggle. And if we just take care of ourselves, then in turn, we're taking care of everybody else. Yeah. And you know, when you're on the struggle bus for that long, eventually the destination is not a happy one. Like, and I, I would say like, um, at, we're all around the same age. Our moms were not talking about that. They weren't no, not at all self-care, like none of those things, like growing up in the nineties, the that wasn't a thing. No. And now like you guys are, Danielle, you've seen my mom like right there beside me. Like she, she prioritizes her self-care above all things. She's so cute. <laughs> and, did you like when like, I was like, 
doing my little intro and I'm like, hey, this is not the Krista Rialba show. Um, I would like to say like two words. And then she's like, well, yeah, but Krista, like you, ha- you need to say this. This isn't like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was helpful to hear those things. So I think yeah? she was on oh the Oh right my God. Path. She had me like in tears. I was like, oh my God. Why did we go there? She's oh. your mama. <laughs> Well, Michelle, you've got to love me. I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you and I could meet Michelle two years ago when we started this business and Michelle's like, I am afraid to order a pizza on a phone <laughs> and now being on a podcast. Wow. You go girl. We're I would seriously involving. find somewhere online that I could order from because I didn't want to call. <laughs> It's so bad. Oh, you're so cute. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. <So, y'all. laughs> ladies, let's wrap this up with um, a bit of our 2020 vision. Um, Michelle, I, if you want the supplies, I have an extra baggie here with your name on it. You can do your vision book, too. Uh, Danielle, what do you see for your 2020 you know what? My 2020 is more about balance, um, balance in all realms, collaboration, uh, success, and family. And so I'm really like being very mindful about carving out time for my family. Um, and I'm excited about like thinking about different ways to collaborate to help grow our business mm-hmm. and really thinking outside the box. <laughs> absolutely outside the box pun intended yes (laughs) i was just gonna say it (laughs) michelle what about you um so i didn't i didn't partake in this activity um but same i think uh i i need to again something that i struggle with is balance so i need to structure my day a little bit better and i've always just kind of winged it which isn't awful that's kind of my personality, but I think I need a little bit more structure just so I don't feel so overwhelmed by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that would help me in every aspect, both with the business, with home life, with, um, you know, I, I have started dating somebody and he's a very present part of my life. Mm-hmm. So I also background at one point balance that as well. <laughs> what was that? I seen him walk by at one point. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, get the dog. I don't know where she went. <laughs> and that's different for me now right so in terms of making sure that I'm not taking that for granted mm-hmm. um it's everything we look at we just got a got a sale on our <laughs> online store <laughs> amazing everyone who's listening go to funinthebox.kids.com because there's actually like this spin to win um where you could actually you're guaranteed to get some kind of discount aren't you like it's me yes yeah, for sure. So awesome. Well, my my definitely my 2020 vision. I have all. Of, I'm still finishing my book. Um, I have papers all over my office right now. I'm going to aim to get it done tonight, and I'll put it all over the gram and show it off. Cool. Um, Can't wait to see definitely it. Definitely next level. Everything. I want to travel more with the kiddos. Um, nice. They've already been on more flights than I was by the time I was like 18. <laughs> keep that going. And um, I'm actually, since our last, um, the last podcast I did, 
before the meditation was with Kavan, who's actually a really, really amazing local financial advisor, um, local to us. And um, I'm, I'm doing a whole chapter of my book on wealth um, nice. because I've always been really good at making money, you know, being self-employed for like 15 years. Um, but it's like next level money management, security, you know, of course, making more, all that stuff. So I'm really excited to like talk about money and everyone that I'm around, like on my team, I'm like, I was like, are you ready to make money? And they're like, and some people make them so uncomfortable. Um, this whole, like, it's so fun to actually like, kind of like play with it because, uh, we were, I was at a, I was hosting a workshop and I said, everyone say, I love money. And there's a few people who were like literally wanting to hide under the table. <laughs> and I was like, what, tell me about that. And these were like the women who were like the most generous people that I know. Like hmm. always volunteering, always giving, 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 giving. Like if they had a dollar, they would give it away. Um, so I said, do you guys realize that every, every change that you want to make in this world, every person you want to help, what if you had the funds to do so? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay. So say, I love money. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. Now they're like, Krista, I love money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, yes. Money is going to be a big part of this year talking about it and just like, you know, just the next level piece of it. And there's so much, there's so many emotions around it, around spending it, saving it. It's a crazy topic. So mm-hmm. you guys can stay tuned for lots of that from, from me learning. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'd love to learn about that. Cause as entrepreneurs, we just have to like, think about, okay, we're not going to worry about the money. We're not going to worry about spending it to grow our business. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we'll all be future millionaires and I cannot wait to party on a yacht with you ladies one day. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks guys. I'm sure you have lots to do. I'm going to go, let's go get our lunches packed, Michelle, because in the morning, I know not a good idea. <laughs> Thanks, I'm actually Chris. looking at them right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get it. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. And um, thank you so much. Thanks and thank you guys us. for creating your amazing product. And it's, it's been such a, so much fun in our lives and I can't wait to, for my next box too. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thanks guys. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Hey mamas. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have some takeaways from this episode and I cannot wait to hear about them. Head on over to Facebook if you're on Facebook. I'm sure you are. And check out uh, the Insiders Group, the After Party. It's a private group where we share what we've learned. You can ask questions. And also every day I post a easy, doable challenge for you to elevate your life in every way. So I'll meet you over there on Facebook. Talk to you guys soon.